started this week we have matthew simmons chewing skittles i'm just eating my dinner skittles is his dinner yes but welcome back to (laughs) (laughs) to your mom's house i'm burt kreischer this is my guest tom segura hello hello i i i I feel like i would be burt kreischer and you would be tom segura i feel like that's accurate (laughs) because i'm very impulsive i'm very loud and I like playing with my stomach. And I have a receding hairline. So and, it works yes. out for me. And, and you are also married to Christine Christina Pazitsky. <laughs> but that is confirmed. <laughs> we can confirm. Roll the tape. Oh my god. <laughs> what? You went silent for a second. I thought I just completely <laughs> fell off the earth. Again. Oh yeah. Alright, so just to describe what's happening. <laughs> Someone has come to check my Wi-Fi. Someone's come inside his house to check his Wi-Fi. multiple times. Coming inside his house. (laughs) And uh, at any moment, my Wi-Fi could give out during this podcast, and I could just disappear. Yeah. But with the power of editing, you guys will never notice. Unless we say, which we probably will. We'll probably complain about it a lot. <laughs> It'll be 8.30 before we're done with this podcast. It, yeah. Welcome to the, the first six-hour podcast. <laughs> Where you only hear an hour of it. Most of it's going to be me chewing Skittles <laughs> and, and, and yelling at the Xfinity Man. Oh, welcome back. That's the worst superhero. Xfinity, Xfinity Man. Man? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> he never gets anything done in time. No, he doesn't. You and... have to get through 30 minutes of customer service before you get anything that looks... That resembles help and, and he and problem solving. And he doesn't smell bad. It's just like, but really he has weird. a smell. There's like a, a specific sort of like odor that just kind of yeah. It's like an aura that follows him around. I would call maybe a musk. A musk. That's a good yeah. One. Maybe an Elon Musk. My kitten is getting on my desk, and I want to punt it across the room. I uh, would say we're against animal abuse on this podcast. I love you so much, Torrent. You want to say anything? I can't believe you just incriminated yourself like that. <laughs> I would never kick my cat. Now, as your punishment, you get to listen to me eating more Skittles. Okay, here we go. That first one Can sounded like a cartoon splat. Can you guess the flavor? <laughs> uh, Skittle. Is it Skittle flavored? Wrong. Uh, Wendy's French fry. Damn, you're good. <laughs> it was either one or the other. What if Skittles came out with joke flavors like uh, the jelly beans did? Like, what if you could get, like, McDonald's Skittles? Why would you ruin Skittles for me? <laughs> Skittles are one of the only good things I have what, in my life. What if you could get Big Mac Skittles? Uh, I wouldn't. You, you wouldn't try a Big Mac <laughs> Skittle? Well. <laughs> Don't lie to me, Matt. That kind of, kind of, uh, that'll kind of segue into my random thought for today. <laughs> so just, just keep that in your mind. What Big Mac Skittle? Yeah, Big, just like a weird food combination. Big Mac Skittle's my rap name, dude. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> no, Big Mac Skittle is George Kittle's rap name. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
God damn it. But no, we are going to re- refrain from sports talk this week. Uh, mainly Eagles! <laughs> mainly well, be- man- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> mainly because the analytics told us to. Uh, <laughs> I checked the analytics and everyone dropped when we were talking about the if Eagles. It, if it's like... If we were like to say like the Kansas City Chiefs, people would probably be like, "Ooh, that'd be fun." But, but as soon as they heard the words Philadelphia Eagles, they dropped the like, fuck nope. out. Yeah, and they were like, "Nah, fam, I ain't doing it." These guys are already insufferable to, to listen to. We don't want to listen to them talk about sports. Yeah, goddamn it. Capacity. Torrance, get off the goddamn desk. I love you so much. Do you have anything to say for yourself? No, strong, silent type. I like that. Yes. Gave her a big kiss, put her on the floor. Heard that. I wish you gave me big kisses like <laughs> I, that. I, I would if you were here, Matthew. Oh, don't mm-hmm. tempt me. Ooh. <laughs> the Xfinity man coming inside the house. <laughs> it's been an eventful day. Full Has of, it? Uh, of semen. <laughs> <laughs> Full of coming. <laughs> But, uh, but oh wait! I can't wait for the analytics for this episode. <laughs> there aren't gonna be any because no one's gonna listen. No, <laughs> it's gonna give me the pop up where we don't have enough uh, listens to have a sample size. <laughs> you want to see a show completely dismantle itself like never before? It's this one. <laughs> listen yeah. to this one. L- listen to episode six of Incoherent Mumbling. Welcome to Incoherent Mumbling, by the way. I haven't said that yet. Yeah, I'm we're, Tom Segura. We're and I'm Tom Segura. <laughs> And I'm Joe Rogan, but uh, my name is just Logan Lewis. Oh, my name is Joe Logan Lewis. My name is Matt Damon Simmons. <laughs> what if someone made a, uh, do it? You know, the parody song, I'm fucking Matt Damon. That was on. Yes. What if they said your name? You hear that very awkward silence? <laughs> That's exactly what my reaction would be if that, if that exists. What if I wrote that song and I sang that song? All right, well, that's a whole different... Reaction. It is, because it's true. But and I'm, I'm done talking about come for a whole day. Are, are you? Yeah. I mean, I might not be, so... I mean, knowing you, it'll probably come up at least oh. four more times. Oh. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear my chair creak? Yeah. I thought you just, like, said, oh, oh, and, like, clutched your heart and just oh. died. I wish. Oh, I wish. But before we get into our weeks, okay? uh, no, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> yeah, this is therapy. <laughs> this is therapy. This isn't, ther- this isn't, this isn't incoherent therapy. But I got a text from uh, a friend of the show, Noah Bullard, this morning. And he said, it was Corona that tastes like weed, laughing face. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to also say something. Yes. Say I something. just had my first Corona. And does it taste like weed? No, I loved it. <laughs> so you love weed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess I'm, mom, mom, I'm changing my life around. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping out from my job and I'm going to go live in my, my 2011 Toyota Sienna for the rest of my life. I'm just a, smoking weed. I'm going to drink weed. Right by the St. Joseph River. St. <laughs> Joseph is my favorite Green Day song. St. Joseph's of Suburbia. <laughs> On the sun of raging off. <laughs> I could sing that whole song, and it's nine and a half you minutes. Could. It's nine and a half minutes long. You and and my girlfriend's love for that song, uh, I think, can't be unmatched. I just love anymore. Green Day. Green uh, Green Day was my first favorite band. Yeah, I mean that's 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 pretty that's a pretty good first favorite band. Yeah, it's not bad, honest. not bad. Yeah. Do you remember your first favorite band? Fuck. Uh, was it U two? 
So U2 is still one of my favorites, and that's probably it. But uh, I used to listen to a Nickelback album all the time oh, because it was like my mom. My mom gave me Nickelback CD for for Christmas. The album is called All the Right Reasons. She uh, got, wait, I think is, wait, she I think got is, that um, for you for Christmas? Yeah, I was like eight years old, and she bought me a Nickelback soundtrack. What? I think she only liked it. I think she only did it because she heard their songs on the radio, and it was called All the Right Reasons, even though. She thought about all of the wrong reasons for giving me to that my eight-year-old self on, on Christmas because there were, like, you know, fucking songs about, like, having sex in a car and driving past the cops. And Nickelodeon Rockstar was on that album. Like, Wait, oh, yes. The memeiest Don't song. It's like the bottom of the ninth <laughs> and I'm never gonna win this. Tell me what you need. I would love if, like, you take that song and every time that like that country voice comes in, you just put in like random words like you're listening to Nickelback. <laughs> mm, tell me what you're eating. Your your totals eight seventy four. <laughs> but is that is that the weirdest Christmas gift you've ever gotten? No, I've I've probably gotten weirder. I think it's the one that I just questioned the most That's because fair. it just it led me on a path of listening to. Nickelback on the bus every morning <laughs> on my two gigabyte MP3 player. Oh yeah, because um, you ripped that shit to your computer, didn't you? And then, 100%. You... but yeah. So, what was your weirdest Christmas gift? You think that was incredible? The audience <laughs> won't know what that means. They but... they have no idea. <laughs> um, but I don't remember my weirdest Christmas gift. All I know is that's the one that I look back on the most with the most disdain. <laughs> with the most disdain. Yeah, I think I still own it. I think I'm looking right at it right now. <laughs> I think it's staring me in the face. I have like I have like a little TV stand and there's like a collection of all of the CDs that I've I've acquiesced over the years. I yeah. I I I think it turned around and looked at me when I mentioned its it name. It did. <laughs> Nickelback's All the Right Reasons is my ghost. See, and the only reason I asked that is because so this isn't my weirdest Christmas gift, but it's my brother's. So this was a couple years ago, and my brother is nine years older than me. So he's so he's thirty. Well, he will be thirty two this so year. He's Forty seven. Yeah, he's eighty six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so he was around thirty years old, and the he asked my mom for a rotisserie chicken. And wait, so wait, wait, so please correct me if I'm wrong. So not the rotisserie machine. No. But literally just a rotisserie. Just a chicken. just a rotisserie chicken. I love your brother. And. My mom would always do the last gift as a scavenger hunt. That would be our big gift. We would do the hot, cold thing. Like, you're getting colder if you're away from it, warmer if you're getting close to it, right? Mm -hmm. And guess what his big gift was? Incredible. <laughs> he walked outside on the porch, and there was a rotisserie chicken. Could you imagine if he just said that, like, as a joke and be like, they're never going to go through and, with this. Oh, man, my mom did. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious because i wasn't expecting it she didn't tell me or anyone else please tell me how it was packaged it was just it, it was in like it was in i think like a reusable kroger bag <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on the porch i could imagine like just like the most the like the most the most oh my god i hate myself <laughs> the the biggest the most the most <laughs> It's the most. <laughs> I think we got the title. <laughs> it's the most. <laughs> but, 
but um imagine just like the biggest box imaginable wrapped to perfection with the bow on top of all of that <laughs> and then your brother just opens it up and just finds a single rotisserie chicken it's just, and it's not even in like the plastic container it comes in it's just <laughs> dumped inside of the box it's just getting the box greasy <laughs> it's like oh so that's why my gift was dripping ah, ah. i'm <laughs> sorry like, for you... dripping why did you wrap my president tinfoil? Why? So is my gift in the chicken? Yeah. Or... <laughs> oh, my gift is the chicken. Dude, gotcha. I'm going to wrap all of my presents this year in chicken, in rotisserie chickens. Oh, no. That's the most unsanitary thing I think I've ever heard. Mm, I bet I could try it. I, I bet I could give you something worse if oh, I tried Oh, I'm hard sure enough. you could. Uh, uh, speak, uh, speaking sewage, of the... Sewage smeared Skittles. I don't know. <laughs> Look at the, the alliteration on this Thank boy. You. Um, but to say what Noah was continued because he, he, he sent me a few more texts Okay, and he said, I'm going to send you a six pack of the weed beer just so you can try it. I love that. So, but the funny thing is I have Corona in my fridge because shell. <laughs> I thought you were just going to leave it off. The funny thing is, is I have Corona. <laughs> and then we end the podcast. <laughs> I just cough and then the podcast ends. But <laughs> the gang gets coronavirus. That's two different shows. But is that friends? No, that <laughs> it's it's always Philadelphia and Sunny. Oh, Sunny from The Godfather. Ah, yes, <laughs> Sunny. It's always Sunny inside of him. The worst character. Damn. But don't do Freddy like that. <laughs> I'm smart! I'm smart! (laughs) I need to rewatch those movies. Jesus Christ. But so I have Corona in my fridge because Shelby likes Corona Ritas. Do you know what those are? I'm assuming it's some sort of Corona margarita hybrid. Yeah, so it's just a regular margarita with a bottle of Corona just shoved in the top of the. And you think I'm kidding. I'm not. That's they, how they, they get make an it. F for presentation. Yeah. But like literally the least creative packaging, but she fucking loves it. And it's not bad. I should try one of those because I've just, I, I, I liked, like I said, the Corona light that I had over, over this weekend was, you liked it. Very, very good. There you go. I've Is... been trying to like, I have like a little tiny kind of small, I don't want to say bucket list, but just like a list of beers that I know are popular and I should try at least once. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I think we're both not beer persons, right? Not really. I'm more of like, I can drink ales and, and ciders. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but, you know, I just never really had anything that was just like a straight on beer. No. So, Coronas are good. And then I also recently tried Heineken, which is also good. See, the only so I figured out I like wheat-based beers the most. Oh, you say weed-based beers? Yes, so weed-based yes. beer. No, but like <laughs> but like Blue Moon. Blue Moon's a wheat-based beer. Yeah. Um, and they have a, a a coffee one that's delicious. And I don't know if you can still get it. Mm. I do like I do like coffee-flavored drinks. Yeah, right? Me too. Mm-hmm. I just love coffee. Um, but I, I think I, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I, I think I should start doing that too, because I like, there's pressure on you to be, to like alcohol in the first place. Like as a society, you're pressured, um, to like alcohol. I love your pressure. Oh yes. Pressure me. (laughs) But 
it's and it's also i guess as a man thing yeah. like if you don't like beer what the hell's wrong with you which yeah which i never like that because i'm gonna enjoy my fucking drink kevin and you can sit exactly. there with your beer water i mean your bread water yeah you've ever seen the movie uh zodiac i have yes yeah it's it's like them and the aqua velvas <laughs> yeah He's just like, what the hell are you drinking right now? Dog. He's like, you want to be making fun of me if you tried it. And Ex- then they're like, the next time, like the next frame is them like drinking six of them. Dude, I want my shit to taste good. Yeah, so exactly. if I'm going to get crunk as fuck, I'm going to have it taste good. <laughs> if I'm going to start crunking. If I'm going to crunk all over the place. Crunk core, here we come. <laughs> crunk core. coming back. Oh no, I watched a video about crunk core last night. <laughs> it was this dude live streaming. Oh, I know, I was behind you. <laughs> I am behind you. How? How? I was on the couch against the wall. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. I'm sorry for crunking, cause crunking's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was just such a weird bit that like made me laugh. The further along I thought about it. Uh, it's weird. It's not funny, but it's weird. Yeah, exactly. But but what I was saying, what you were saying about um beers was a really good kind of thing because like I I think about that all the time. You know, like men uh, like men who tend to be like more masculine and have like those masculine ideas. They kind of like judge people based on like your yeah. beer of choice. They absolutely do. So I think that might be like one of the reasons why I've decided just to like you know anytime I go out like go to a restaurant or like i need to go like i want to get a drink i'm going to try something new every time fair enough and and that and that's a good mindset to have with mm-hmm. not just beer with food too yep um and i'm getting better at that i'm i'm a picky eater and it's hard for me to to eat some things like i'm not a picky eater by choice it's like if the texture is weird i'm going to throw up kind of yeah. like picky so i don't I do that. i don't do it on purpose you know what i mean like i'm yeah. not out of my way picky it's that if something is going to make my mouth feel weird and make me throw up, I'm not going <laughs> to eat it. <laughs> Words to live by. But don't eat stuff if it makes your mouth feel weird. If don't eat stuff if you throw up. That's Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's good advice for anybody. Anybody. But yeah, there like there there is this this pressure into liking beers and I am I'm getting more comfortable with with my masculinity. Like I'm not as insecure with it. Like I don't give a shit what people think yeah. about me if I drink like a Smirnoff Ice or a Mike's yeah. Harder or something. And you know what? You shouldn't because no. I think people who hold other people to standards of what they view is like the the proper, you know, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just the way that you should act because of your gender. Oh, your your gender role. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. We know sociology 101. We know terms. Yeah. <laughs> but like people who hold you to those standards just kind of they put you in a box and it doesn't allow you to actually like the things you like and yeah. you know, you should be you and you should, you know, always try to just do what makes you happy or in this case what you think tastes good. Yeah, you do you, boo boo. Yeah, that's I, that's that's in the Bible. I think te- Tesla said that. I think Nikola Tesla said that. Oh, I love Nikola Tesla as played by David Bowie. Starring <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I forgot he was he was Nikola Tesla in The Prestige. Yeah, I forgot. I need it's to watch that. Of, I need to watch that movie. It's one of the most badass uh, 
characters walking on screen in film history. Really? Because one, it's David Bowie, so he's already fucking cool. Yeah, his dick is already huge. That's true. Um, but he literally <laughs> like he walks through like an electrical field and just like comes into frame and he goes, "Hello." <laughs> and it's just like there's no other way David Bowie could have entered this. No, movie. that's the only way. Yeah. But Shelby really likes that movie. Um, it's great. And we we haven't watched it together yet, but I'm I'm re- really down to watch it and see see what it's all about. Oh, it's good. It's it's it's, it's a Christopher Nolan flick. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, we we were on a Christopher Nolan kick for a couple days because we watched uh, Shutter Island, we watched Inception. Um, I don't know if we watched any other ones, but we definitely watched those two, and mm. big fans of both. So. I will say Shutter Island is Martin Scorsese, but that's okay. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It is, it is, I be, I guess it is, like, mood and, like, visually looks a lot like a Nolan film. So Never mind. I'm Never not going to be mind. one of those those cinephiles that are like, how fucking dare yeah, you? Yeah, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I will suck Nolan's, no, I'm not going to do I'm that. sucking. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> but. I can't even speak anymore. No, but how was your week, Matthew? It was good. I just came back from visiting kendra once again yesterday yes. oh nice and i'm nice. physically exhausted <laughs> very nice uh just because of the car ride but like it was nicely lazy and like we we did some things and we we got some halloween plans kind of sorted out like what we want to do sweet we we're gonna the costumes we're gonna have can so. you reveal that yet yeah are you so at liberty we decided that we we're gonna go as raven and beast boy yeah so I'm going to paint my skin green. Oh man! <laughs> and probably dye my hair green, which will be fun because I've never dyed my hair any color before. What? Um, yeah, not even with like like temporary dye or sprays or anything. Dude, never. I so I grew up as a beautician's son, so my hair has been colored several times. <laughs> I was fully blonde at one point. Oh my god, I would um, love to see a picture of that. And then oh I'll 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 listen it to you. Thank and you. that turned into blonde tips because I just let it grow out. You mom, had frosted tips? I had frosted tips. Oh my god. I did. If I don't know if there's a picture of me with frosted tips, but I did have Fuck. frosted tips. Oh no, there there is one of me having a frosted tipped mohawk. So oh my god. So how much would you have to be paid right now to bring that back? I mean not much cuz I <laughs> I I liked rocking the mohawk. Oh, I yeah. I don't know if I could though because of my job, and like the prospect of another job. If you know, if I get like an actual industry job, I wait don't... till you get the job and then, and then as do soon it. as they confirm you get the mohawk. Walk the in first it. day, frosted yep. tipped mohawk. Love it. But I've had my hair red. I've had my hair blue. Um, I think I've had it green. I've I've had, had had my hair dyed so many colors. So would you say your hair was yellow and green and brown and blue and <laughs> scarlet and violet and is this fucking peach and ruby and yeah? Is this Joseph? I thought might as well. Oh no! I close my eyes, drew back the curtain. Dude, Donny Osmond is just quitting right now. <laughs> Donny, Daniel Osmond, Dan- <laughs> Donald Ozymond. D- Donald Ozzy. Osmond. Did you know Donny Osmond is short for for Donald Ozymandias? <laughs> Donald Rock Me Ozymandias. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Stupid. But so you're painting yourself green and. Yeah. 
one year for show choir, we did like a costume party for one of our practices, mm-hmm. and I was the Hulk. Hell yes. And painted myself green. Of course. To be fair, it was more like the bulk because of, you know, how I look. Because of my body <laughs> composition. That's very good wordplay. <laughs> I'm not very muscular. Just say what I say. I'm hiding my muscles and six pack underneath. I the dude, skin. they are protected. I don't I don't want anything to happen to my abs. It's so like... that's why I don't have them showing. I've got me. I've got an attractive proof vest on. <laughs> i just oh, came up with that and that's better than i expected yeah yeah Way that's better than i expected we're gonna end the podcast <laughs> but i don't know my halloween plans yet and, Sh- and shelby and i don't know like what we're doing but i thought um, you were gonna do uh um andre the giant yeah and like that's probably gonna be it but we also talked about hank and peggy hill Oh, that'd so, be funny too. I I don't know. We 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 haven't decided yet. But yeah, love love Halloween. Yep. Big yep. fan. And Favorite time of the year, I would say. It's the most. Yeah, and I would say uh <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh doing really poorly on my October um binge watch. So, Dude, like, I've never my, done that. I told myself I I start I did it a little bit last year. I've already watched more this year than I did last year. That's good. But I was trying to tell myself that I want to watch a, a new horror film every day. A new one for October. Okay. Yeah. So like most of the ones that I've watched, I would say if there's maybe one or two of them that I've already watched before. Yeah. Um, and it was I think the one I had seen was Halloween Five, <laughs> and then I watched Halloween Six for the first time right after that. Oh yes. Um. Um, we're not. We're not going to talk about Halloween no, Six. No, we're not. We're not. Um, we we're barely going to talk about Halloween Five. Exactly. Um, but I've just been really slacking, and you know, it's October fifteenth, so I've got to make up for some lost days. Yes, maybe you do. do. Like two movies a day or something. Ooh, two a days. The yeah, better, days. the better kind of two a days. Yeah, not to be confused with 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 Tuesday. <laughs> you know, Monday two a days. Two a day. <laughs> Week weekend days, uh, Wheaton, <laughs> Don Donald Osmond day. <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, um, I uh, speaking of Halloween stuff, uh, my topic is going to be very very talking about Halloween spooky, spooky stuff. as fuck. Um, yeah, I. But how was how was your weekend? I your week. I almost crashed a couple nights ago. Into me. <laughs> but uh so i so i was driving home i think it was tuesday night i was driving home from work and i got off at 10 o'clock so i was driving in the dark yeah which is fine like i'm fine driving at night it doesn't bother me and i was a little not well well you'll see why (laughs) (laughs) so i'm driving home listening to music as i do and i i came literal inches from smoking this raccoon And I swerved out of the way, which you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to swerve on the road, but I didn't want to fuck up my car. I didn't want to fuck up this raccoon. Exactly. And I, I, I swerved that shit perfectly. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could have done it any closer to the raccoon. I'm pretty sure he could smell my, the rubber on my tire was how close I was. It was ridiculous. And I looked back, <laughs> the raccoon was gone. There was no blood. So, 
my heart was a beating and a popping and a racing all the way home. <laughs> well, I'm glad nothing bad happened. And also, shout out to that raccoon. Shadadat. He's probably just eating some trash right oh, now. Oh, like me. trash mouth. Little trash boy. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're, You're a, a trash, trash boy. boy. <laughs> Get the game on. Eat trash. trash. Hey, now. <laughs> you fucking trash panda. Get the um, show on. Eat trash. You just end every line. It's just eat trash. <laughs> but no. So I also, which okay, I'll I'll say this for the end because that's that that that's what we're gonna do. I started a new project, and I'll talk about for my for my random thought. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's really been my week. Uh, the kitty has been an asshole. As this usual. week, bit, that seems well, to be your cat update every week is going to be my my kitty was an asshole. Well, it's going to be it. She's becoming <laughs> more of an asshole, and oh. I don't know why. I guess it's just because she's a kitty and she's rambunctious. I think she's finally realizing that this is her home and that she's in charge. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, Tippy smack a bitch, and she has <laughs> several times. <laughs> So, well, she was pissing me off maybe last night. Maybe it's the brain damage. <laughs> From, maybe it's the brain, maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Who knows? But she, maybe she, she's born with it. Maybe it's well. brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. But she was pissing me off last night, and and Tippy and her being cordial, it's like, Tippy, why don't you fucking hit her for me? And she did. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did. I was like, thank you. But not. I... <laughs> If I could train my my mom's cat to like beat up another cat, I'd be unstoppable. It's just so I was scared at first because I thought Tippy was gonna legit kill her, mm-hmm. but now it's just funny because <laughs> you know it's just little boots. It's just it's just taps. It's just tap yeah. tap taps. <laughs> she'll growl and she'll fucking swing the paw down like bam bam bam, and Torch just runs away and that's and that's that's how it goes. And that's the confrontation. Yeah. And that's that's, that's the scene. <laughs> but speaking of spook, do you do you want to get into your topic yeah, first? Yeah, we'll then? talk about some spoops. Let's get some spoopies. So speaking of what I did this week, yes, um, I like I said, I was with my girlfriend, and on get Sunday, I'm sorry, mm. God, but anyways, we actually had a room. It was oh. called an apartment. It was called <laughs> ignorant slut. But you ignoramus. Ig- ignoramus. You Rick Ignoramus. I was going to say Harold Ignoramus. <laughs> Harold um, Ignoramus go to White Castle. That joke doesn't Jesus work. Christ. That doesn't make sense. Not anymore. It doesn't. <laughs> it's over. Um, but we spent Sunday uh, all day and we binge watched the entire season of The Haunting of Bly Yes. Manor. And for those who don't know, The Haunting of Bly Manor is a new Netflix series yes that was dropped on netflix it is a sort of sequel to the haunting of hill house which is probably one of my favorite horror things i've seen in the last decade yeah it's so i only got like four episodes in oh my god and i need to finish it uh you should restart it and watch the whole thing from the beginning because dude I was going to say, you left on the worst possible episode because it yeah. only gets better from that. So so Shelby and I started together, and she's not interested in it anymore. She's very particular with what she likes in regards to horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of fell out of it, so I just need to start it again on my own. 
You just got to tell Shelby, like, we're doing this because Matthew said so. No, dude. If you want to try and tell her that, if you want to try and give her an order, you can. Not going to work. Okay. I'll just message her on Twitter real quick. <laughs> it's like, hey, restart. Yeah. yeah. Restart Hill House, thanks. But, so, but, uh, I really like, enjoyed it, though. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed what I saw. And when it's, I saw the... Uh, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but no, like, no, no, I'll, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. It's I'll, okay, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stop in a second, and let you talk. But I just want to say that it looks super cool, and, and I do want to get back into it. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible stuff, and made me cry multiple times. Really? Um, because you know, it's Mike Flanagan. He's one of my favorite horror filmmakers working today. Like he made a uh, uh, Oculus, and most recently Doctor Sleep. Dude, Doctor um, Sleep is so fucking yeah. good. He's, he's just. He he does this really cool thing where like yeah his stuff is scary but like at the center of it there's a big heart and yeah like, an emotional appeal at the center of it so it's not just scare 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 it's like oh you're scared but you're also crying in the club right now yeah it's scary with a message yeah it's it's no one no one's doing it like him and he's just always been like released good stuff he also did I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Gerald's Game. No, but I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah, that's another one he did, another Stephen King adaptation he did. Um, but like I said, he's just an amazing filmmaker. Yeah, so. he's doing a lot of good stuff. Bly, Haunting of Bly Manor is some of the cast members return, but it's a completely different story, right. a completely different universe. So it's an anthology series is, Basically, what, is what that means. Yeah, They kind of went the American Horror Story route where they, yeah. they decided to just make start over and do a fresh new season with like the same actors. Which like I'm I'm down. For, I, I wish more series would be an anthology series. I, I think horror is the best showcase you can do anthology. Oh, yeah. You, know, you can tell some really cool contained stories in an anthology series or like oh, a yeah. movie. Whereas like you won't get trapped for like. You know, if you don't think it's going to hold for a whole few seasons or like a few hours, you can always just make it an anthology. Yeah, and just wrap it up. And like, yep. it's better to have, in this case, less is better. Yes. Because if eventually it gets bad. Yeah. Which, so like, I was, I was simultaneously like, you know, I'm sad that they're not, we're not going to see more of this family because I really came to like love all those characters. But right. also it's like. They told their story. It's yeah, and I'm not gonna fight that because it, it worked really well for what it was. But Bly Manor, um, it's an adaptation of uh, The Turn of the Shrew by Henry James, um, which is a pretty pretty good horror novel. It's it's one of the more well known ones. Um, but yeah, like I said, I watched it in a, in a day, and uh, I don't think it's on quite the same level as Hill House, and to be fair, not a whole lot of things are. Yeah, because that fucker hit the ground running. Yeah. Sprinting. Like, yeah. it's an ins- like, not just insane from, like, a horror perspective, but, like, a quality perspective. Mm-hmm. It's It was across just the consistently, board. like, every episode got better and better yeah. and better and ended in a really great way. And that's hard to do. Um, what I appreciated about this season is that you know, because it's a different story and it's different different time settings. So, like, Hill House took place, like, in modern day time. Yes. Bly Manor takes place mostly in the 80s with a few flashbacks here and there. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So. A lot of drugs. Also, Kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, not as many as, as you would think. Ah, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Dr- drug light. Yes, drug light. Um, but it's um, much different than Hill House, where Hill House is very 
Hill House is awesome because, like, what I liked about Hill House is that it was, like, emotional, but also just super fucking scary. There were, like, a few jump scares in that show that I will never forget. Um, Bly Manor is not that same level of scare a minute. Of shit your pants scary. It's like, it's like a gothic romance ghost story Ooh, okay so um, so it's so it's spooky not scary it's got some creepy moments and it's slower but it's like like i said it's more of a romantic sort of show gotcha interesting um there's a lot of love is like a very main theme throughout the whole thing and how they you know tackle like love and loss and grief is yeah. very very cool um but a few things i want to talk about this show is that um, yeah, it starts off slow. It's a little bit more of a slower paced, but like the last episode hits and like, and then everything about that season just culminates together oh, yes. and it's just like three or four gut punches in that last hour. And like Kendra and I were just destroyed. Yeah. Um, so like I said, any show that can make me cry like that, it's, you did your job. Absolutely. Um, like any bit, any over the top reaction, like yeah. what like sadness or scared or whatever like yeah. that's what you want yeah and this season i think uh i really liked the characters this time around um so uh i'm gonna read the quick wikipedia synopsis just so we know what it's about yeah go so for it, it. Yes, the story yes, yes. tells of a young governess whose name is danny hired by a man to look after his niece and nephew at the family country house after they fall into his care and arriving at Bly State, she begins to see apparitions that proceed to haunt the premises. Interesting. So okay. a lot of really cool uh, architecture within the house, and it's spooky, and the characters are all really cool. Uh, shout out to, um, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, Rao Kohli, who I don't know if you've ever watched iZombie. No, but I've heard it's really good. He's in that show, and then you, are you familiar with Funhouse? No, like, I'm not like the rooster teeth game oh yes yes channel. yes yes yeah, yeah. funhouse okay he makes appearances on that from time to time really? and that's actually how i got to like know him as a person and as a personality interesting so when he was put into this show i was like okay cool i'm, I'm glad to see him getting some like really really good work and yeah he's like the best character in this show that's awesome he's like i feel like he's kind of like a character that more tv shows need where like he's just a super chaotic good oh i love chaos i love chaotic characters he's charismatic he's friendly he's uh he he's a cook and he makes a lot of puns oh yes um, my favorite and his his uh his uh relationship with hannah who's played by tania miller who's also just as good is like was like my favorite part of the show so like I was more invested in like the characters and the storylines than I was in getting scared. So if your horror quote unquote horror show makes me more interested in the people than like I can't wait to be scared this time around. Yeah, you, you done good. So were you then disappointed that it wasn't as scary, or 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 does the thematic uh, elements like with love and it's a more romance driven story does that make up for it? So. I, I saw some people on, on Twitter talk about it and they, they were like, don't go in expecting the same thing. And so, yeah, there's like a, a kind of a level of disappointment in it. But then like episode five, there's an episode that pretty much centers on Hannah herself, which okay. is like the turning point for the show or like it goes from like really, really good to just being like, holy shit, what an episode. Love it. Yep. Um, and then it just goes uphill from there. Um, 
but you you need to catch up on both of these seasons Dog. because yeah i do i know how much you like horror but yes huge and, horror fan you know what, what what can go wrong than watching you know nine hours of of a horror story no, twice <laughs> nothing god damn it exactly i've I, i've i've got i've got some days off in a row coming up so i might spend one of those days just just fucking geeking the fuck out on... i would definitely i would definitely watch hill house and then if you got time move on to blind man because they're both highly recommend do you still like hill house more yes okay i because like i said it's like the only reason I'm saying it's not as good as Hill House is because like Hill House is one of my favorite things probably in general. In general, yeah. And Bly Manor is just a really fucking great right. series of television. Well, and I I think that's comparative to The Shining and Doctor Sleep. Yeah, like Doctor Sh- exactly. Yes. So there was The Shining was probably the hardest movie to make a good sequel for. It's, mm-hmm. And especially when there's not a lot of good sequels in general. And especially because Dr. Sleep, the book, is not that great. That's what I've heard. It's not yeah. as good. But th- if y- this is the sequel of sequels, I think. Yep. Dr. Sleep stands on its own, and it is, uh, it's worthy of being a sequel to The Shining. I think so, too. I think it's it's one that, like, you know, when I first watched it, I was already like, this is great, but I wasn't sure if everything necessarily worked for me. Yeah. But it's it's one that, like, the more I think about, the more I, I come across of really, really liking. And I don't know if you have, I don't know if you've got around to it, the director's cut of Dr. No, Sleep, I have not seen the director's cut. Which, I've only um, seen the, the OG cut. Yeah, they, they dropped that on, on uh, HBO, um... And I think it's like a half an hour, like 20 to 30 minutes longer. Wait, 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 wait. Is the director's cut the, the one they have on HBO? or is They it... have both of them on HBO. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I think we just watched the normal cut. Yeah, the uh, the director's cut's like just like a little bit longer. Because, I mean, like Doctor Sleep by itself is two and a half hours exactly, long. Exactly, yeah. It's a pretty long movie. Yeah, it's a long movie. But, yeah, the, it, it somehow made the movie better. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, sometimes director's cuts are hit or miss, and it's like, oh, I, I understand why you cut that. But I was just like, right. you could have released this three-hour movie, and I would have been totally It would have been fine, it. yeah. But, yeah, some some good horror stuff we're talking about. And if you haven't watched either uh, Hill House or Bly Manor or The Shining slash Doctor Sleep, get the fuck on that, because yep. you're missing out on it's fucking October. On if you're great not watching horror. horror shit right now, what are, the, you, what are you even doing with your life? Stick it up your own ass. Oh. Ooh, stick it in your ass. Get it right up there around the corner. Get it, get up, and then the fudge is made. Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome back to the Fudge Is Made podcast. Oh my god! Back to incoherent after hours. <laughs> incoherent after hours. Mm-hmm. But because. do you ha- do you have do you have anything else to add about Blind Manor or uh, anything just like that? Just gonna say, anybody who says this show is bad is wrong, and you're just yeah. okay. That's so that's so that's so schlocky of me. But, but I mean, like, like I, I think with a show of that quality, you're just hating it because it's popular. I think they're hating it because it's just not what they it's very different from Hill House. And a lot of people have said it's boring. You're boring. And that is <laughs> my concluding you. thought. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. And I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I just want to say I just want to say I love it. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defend it. I will definitely do my best to get on that so so I can talk to you about it in depth. Yard. because i am a i'm a big horror fan like we said and it's just some 
Jesus Christ. I thought you were trying to scare me. Mitchell just came around the corner and just yelled at me. I stuck out my whole face in there like this. You're disgusting. Mitchell, get the fuck out of here. I'm recording a podcast. Mitchell, you're on the Incoherent Mumbling podcast. Logan says you're on. Do you have any final words? Last Jedi sucks. You suck. Ooh. Get out of here. We, we 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 will save that for for another time because i know you have so many thoughts about that subject mm, <laughs> we we can we can, mitchell and i can fight about star wars for hours that hours would be hilarious without, but without breathing so <laughs> but but we're not gonna get gonna get into that right no. now um i'm in a happy place damn it god fucking god <laughs> but but anyway we can move on to your your I, topic i want to switch gears a little bit uh yeah. because we both saw a meme today mm-hmm. now i don't know if i can find the actual meme i'm trying to remember where i saw it was yeah it on hold on twitter or yeah was it on facebook uh, it well, was on twitter yeah okay. i saw it on twitter so i i, I looked up uh paramore on twitter to see if like it comes up because i will say Twitter for me is has not been working, so I don't know if it's really done or not, interesting. But. Okay, um, but that that kind of uh, got me thinking earlier today about the emo trinity as a whole. Yeah, and if you if, so, can you explain what the emo tr- so trinity is? The emo trinity is the three biggest emo bands, and some would say the the three best, but you know that's neither here nor there. That's you know it's all opinion and whatever. But it consists of Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance, and Panic of the Disco. And I have been a big fan of all three since early teens, even younger than that. Mm -hmm. I I remember being like six years old uh, listening to Fallout Boy because of my brother. Yeah. And it just growing from there. And yeah, there's definitely a lot of nostalgia hooked with all three of them. So much nostalgia. But. With the re- and current nostalgia. Well, yeah, and current nostalgia. <laughs> Even though current nostalgia for these bands isn't the best. Can we call it now nostalgia? <laughs> now, now, that's what I call nostalgia. <laughs> that's what I call trauma. <laughs> Anyways, but I, I started thinking. You know, is it time to maybe, maybe switch up the Trinity a little bit because yep. it's been so long. That of these three bands being the the emo trinity, right? This is like the King James Bible, you know. It's yeah. Like some of the elements will stay the same, but you know you gotta update it. Now here here's the I thing. I actually don't know what the King James. Bible <laughs> I have no is, fucking idea so. either. <laughs> no no idea. We're just saying it because it sounds right, which is how I talk most of the time. <laughs> I just say things because they sound correct. But oh god, I, I think two of the three bands stay. And I want you to guess which two I think. Should I stay. know exactly which two are you're gonna say. Okay, which two am I gonna? Because I hope because that's my opinion as well. Okay. Fall Out Boy, and My Chemical Romance. Exactly. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay. So, and past Logan would be really hurt by that because one of my identifying factors as a person growing up was being a fan <laughs> of Panic at the Disco. And I still love the older music. Like, that hasn't changed, you know? Like, I still really enjoy the older music. But the new album... Big Butt. 
And and also the the some of the allegations that have come to light about Brendan Urie that could be true or not. You know, they 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 haven't been confirmed, but we'll we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um but I was thinking more and more about Paramore and how I got more into them like semi recently and just thinking about their consistency and the quality of their music because yep. it's very high and yep. you are a big Paramore fan. Yeah. I, you know, I I'm 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 okay, I guess. I only have them <laughs> tattooed on my arm. Well, see, and I would say they're your probably favorite emo band, right? I by would say, yeah. by a lot. Yeah. 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 And do you think and I know this is coming from a biased standpoint because how yeah. of how big of a fan you are. Exactly. But do you think it's time to switch up the Trinity? Yes. It, like I can tell you why, because it's not just me being biased. It's yeah. that you like you said, I think Paramore much like the other two bands, I guess I guess Fall Out Boy a little bit less to an extent. I but I'm not, I'm but not their name. No, no, no. But like not by much. Like I agree. The la- their newest album sucks dick. Not as not as badly inconsistent as Panic at the Disco. Is no. And Panic at this point is only Brendan Yuri and, and him alone. It's like the other members of the band don't matter, and they're not no. really relevant. And I I think he's like the only permanent member of the band right now. Like. He writes all the music. He does all the instrumentals himself. Yeah, and like there, there are some consistent touring members, but like in a creative sense. Yeah, he he is the force behind the band. Yes. Um, and you know, like, I think all of these bands, you know, they're not necessarily emo anymore because you know they kind of moved on and evolved in their own ways. I think the most still emo is MCR because they really they haven't released new music. Yeah, so <laughs> stuck there. So they're still back in the emo <laughs> thing, and they were gonna come back and do a big ass tour, you know. But, but then the Rona. But then Rona happened, and that had to stop or been postponed to say the least. Yeah, but um, I'll be definitely interested to see how they sound now, like how they adapt, how they adapt to the decade. Because I, I was a decent fan of Gerard Way's sing- like like solo stuff like yeah baby you're a haunted house is a bop. I love that song it's a bop mm-hmm. but yeah i'm starting to think more and more it's time it's time to maybe reconsider reconsider the the trinity because of consistency and quality yeah. because fallout boy really only has one bad album and it's their newest one yeah it's mania from 04 to when was their album before this release 20 is that save rock and roll no, that there's the one after that. It's uh, what what the fuck is it? Oh, American Psycho. Yes, or? that one. Yeah, American yeah. Beauty, American Psycho. That's it. Yeah, and while American Beauty, American Psycho isn't amazing, it's not a bad album. No, that's how I feel about Save Rock and Roll as well. Like not not like stacked front to back, but still like a solid, still a solid album. Yeah, exactly. But they're they're three so from. Under the Cork Tree to Fully Ado is incredible. Just all three albums, yep. A yep. plus quality. Love every single one of those have, albums. Yeah, 100% agree with you now. And Take This to Your Grave is really good too. Like their I album. I listen to that one as much. Their, their album before that. There's some bops on Is that on the there. one with Saturday? Yes. In the yeah. wake of Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> 
So, but what what can you say about Paramore's consistency and quality? Because you would know way more about this than me. Yeah. I know there was a dip at one point. I don't think so. There wasn't because don't you like like kind of hate one of their albums? Okay. Uh, not really. Um, so their first album is their weakest one by far. And in my opinion, every album they've released after that has only gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, is their first album the one with Misery Business on it? Like, is that... No, that's Riot. Their that's first Riot. one was okay. All We Know Is Falling, which the, the one big song from that that I remember is uh, Emergency. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Riot, Riot was good. And then Brand New Eyes is a banger. Because it's like, that's just got like all of their, like some of their best stuff. Like Endurance yeah. and like brick by boring brick and yeah and then they're self-titled which it's it's what i i try i convinced myself for the longest time that it was my favorite paramore album Mm -hmm. but i think i think it's just slightly behind brand new eyes because even though i like how it sounds sonically and like they're taking different directions with things it's just a little too long it's like 18 tracks um but after laughter which is their newest one which is like see some pretty much ditching emo rock and going like 80s pop 80s yeah rock. but like it's great it's their best one and rose colored boy is one of my favorite songs yeah it's so good it's like you know even if the music has changed the the core of the band and the lyrics and stuff have not well and here's the thing the quality didn't dip when no. they changed it did the opposite with with panic and with fallout boy it dipped it's like they they had to lower the quality of like not just like even the the sound of it but like the songs they were writing too like even though i i really can't stand mania for the most part yeah i can't either there are still like a few decent songs in there like uh i like uh wilson gotcha um i i I really haven't listened to that album i've listened to a couple songs and was completely not interested i can i can tell you exactly what happened when young and menace first came out and I, I turned on that song and I could not believe it sounded like I was listening to something that was made back in like 2007. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to shit on Fall Out Boy cause we still like them. A yeah. Lot, but that, that album is just not, no, it's not. It's not, not chief. Well, and th- that's the same with, pr- with pray for the wicked. There are a few good songs on that album. Like, um, r- Roaring Twenties is a is my is I think is the best song on that album. What about High High Hope? I hate that fucking song. <laughs> I do too. Hate that fucking song. Um, but <laughs> Dying in L.A. is not bad. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the ballad from Death of a Bachelor. Um, yeah. What was the What was the first song that was released from uh, Pray for the Wicked? It wasn't say it? amen. Yeah, it was it that was, one's that one's that one's fine too. That that one's good. Um, but yeah, everything else I'm just not... like the overpass song. It's just so generic, and yeah, I know it. Well, because I'm almost positive it's their highest grossing album. Which it's gotta like, be. Which like make your money. I get it, but can we like reel it back a little bit? Because in my opinion, death for a while, Death of a Bachelor was my second favorite album. I I agree. Like I I loved I loved uh, that album quite a bit. Yeah. It, um, for a while, it was my number two. It, I think like it's, all it's time my number or just th- with them. Uh, for them. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was. So what? Let me guess. You've got Fever number one. No. Is it? Wait. So is it Vices? Yes. Okay. Vices is my number one. 
Um, have you have you heard the bonus tracks for that album? Uh, I'm trying to think. So is that like Kaleidoscope Eyes? Kaleidoscope Eyes, Bittersweet, um, Oh Glory. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. I want to be free. Yeah, there are like six or seven <clears throat> bonus tracks that are better than most other Panic songs in general. Right. So, and I can listen to the album front to back and not skip a song, as well as the bonus tracks. Yeah. That's 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 good. I like I, I like Vices. Yeah. So I think I still think Pretty Odd's my favorite. Pre- 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 pretty Odd was my number three and is now my number two. Okay. So I think it, it goes Vices, Pretty Odd, Death of a Bachelor, and then Fever. Yeah. And then Too Weird to Live Too Rare to Die. I didn't I didn't really like that one. Um, that one's that one's just kind of bleh. Which, like it's not bad. It's just no, kind of which is funny because annoying. it was written mostly by. Down Weeks, who is yeah. now the head man of my new favorite band, which you need to fucking listen to. IDK, B, WTFK. WTFK, WWE. What, what the fuck is that? Yeah, pile? but uh, no. no. So it, it seems for me. <laughs> I, I don't know how, but they found me. And <laughs> they're fantastic. Uh, you need to listen to them straight up. Their new album is coming out like in a week and a half. Um, they already have songs released from it and every single one's a fucking bop. Um, and yeah, that, and it's, it's funny because too weird to live is like my, one of my least favorite albums from panic. And it was written by down weeks who is now making some of my favorite music right now. (laughs) Um, and then pray for the wicked there. Well, there's a big steaming pile of shit and then there's, (laughs) then there's pray for the wicked. (laughs) Yeah, not uh, not not a fan of the album. But yeah. I mean, I I think I'm going to give Panic one more album before I make a decision. You know what? That's like me where I'm like, yeah, I'll give him one more shot like if 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 they can if he can redeem himself, you know, and make actual like even if it's still pop music, if it's good pop music, then yeah, that'll be fine. Because like, that's what Death of a Bachelor was. It was it was pop alternative. Like, yeah. like there was a good split. There was. It wasn't just one way or the other. This one was just definitely. The it most went all poppy. the way. Yes. And uh, I think just, um, you know what? You're you're giving them a lot of of you know, hoping that they change. But it's like he was just on a song with fucking Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's gonna just keep doing what's gonna get him the most money hits. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. For, yeah. It it fame gets addicting to that point. Yep. And I, I'm like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, same. Famous. I, but like, I think I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like, like how how can you, how can you not? Because I mean, like, pop punk was like back in the, you know, when yeah. they got popular. That was like one of the biggest genres of music. And it's hard to choose against comfortable life forever. Yeah, and I totally get that. So I I I have no malice because of that. Like bands change and evolve all the time. They shouldn't stay the same sound. Uh, at, at, well, at least not like. I guess be kind of similar, but like trying new things. And yeah. I think that that's what they were doing up until Pray for the Wicked. That that's what Brendan yeah. was doing up until Pray for the Wicked. So I'm gonna give them one more album until I I think we should shake up the Trinity. But Par- Paramore is real damn close. Real yeah. damn close. I, 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 you know, you know me. I probably already 
throw panic off. Yeah, and that and that's fine. You're allowed to have that opinion because I, I, I have been becoming less and less attached to that band for the last couple years. Mm-hmm. For the last couple years. Yeah. I still think I want to get a Vices and Virtues tattoo because that album is ins- yeah. is insane. Love that album. But Absolutely. like just falling off, you know. Yeah. Um listen to different shit. Big fan of Ghost right now. Been a big fan of Ghost forever. Rats. <laughs> Rats. Oh uh, yes. That's just anytime anytime Logan mentions Ghost, that's just the one song I just have to reference every Rats. single time. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, they, they they've got new new music coming out this winter. They've got Do a new they album. Really? Yeah, I, I I shared that thing a couple weeks That's ago. That's right. Okay. Yeah. See, so, as soon as you said that, I just saw the image in my head. <laughs> yeah. There, so there's a new album coming out, which I'm fucking stoked for. I just got a ghost hoodie, and it's awesome. Nice. <laughs> oh, big cough on Mike. Big but, cough. But yeah, do you have anything else to say about about uh, the Trinity? Paramore rules. Paramore and does rule. Literally on my way back home from from Muncie I was literally I, I had like some I was I was okay so like the the, day, the night before I had like some really weird like anxiety like existential shit oh yeah and on my way home I was literally like screaming and crying to Black Parade so. yeah oh man <laughs> the fucking emo bohemian rhapsody yeah and what an insane album which I will say it's such a good fucking needs album needs to be dude. turned into a musical I agree 100% and not be shitty like American Idiot yeah, the concept is there. The music is fantastic. And it needs to happen. And it needs yeah. not to change as much as American Idiot did. Yeah. Because every time Spotify puts the musical in my daily mix, I want to fucking scream. I know. Yep. <laughs> but no, I completely agree. I think there there needs to be a true-to-self musical and about the thing is, Black is, Parade. Like, Black Parade is just you know even sonically and thematically it's very much like bombastic and and sort of inspired by like musicals in general yeah. just like the songs themselves are all epic and huge sounding and you can get some choruses singing back there yeah like come on so what what's your favorite non-popular song from that album and why is it house of wolves okay house of wolves rocks but my favorite my favorite song on the record in general is sleep sleep is so good yeah that last that last minute gets me every oh time. Oh my god! It's that and uh, that moment in this is how I disappear, where it, like that slows down. And he's going like, "Can you hear oh, me?" Yeah. That, just the harmonies there, just fucking like I'm over. I'm it's done. done. Yeah, I'm turning off my car and I'm gonna go just go cry. Yeah, I say <laughs> we we didn't really talk about MCR that much because they're just goddamn great. Yeah, everyone knows, and they're consistent. Everyone knows the best, the the best, the most, the best, the most of you, <laughs> the most of you yeah. at the end of the world. Oh, wait, no. I'm in love with the most of you. you push and pull <laughs> like a ghost too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with the ghost of you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! Oh, can we get can we get Ed Sheeran songs sang in the style of My Chemical Romance? Oh my god! <laughs> what did you do? What have you done? The club isn't the best place. <laughs> <laughs> so the graveyard's where I go. Jesus Christ! 
Oh God! On but, that uh, note, do, you, do do we want to get to random thoughts? I think so. Yeah. So I can go first. Yes, please. Um, so remember how earlier we were talking about the Big Mac Skittles, right? <laughs> yes. And so Big Mac Skittles is very clearly a very strange food combination. Yes. Um, and so this it was on Tuesday. Kendra was working at the bar at B Dubs. Okay. And I was like. Yeah, I'll go visit her and have a few drinks. That's where I had my Heineken. Love it. Uh, B-Dubs has a drink there, and it's called... Oh, my God, hang on. I have to figure out what it's called. (laughs) Basically, it is a Mountain Dew margarita. (gasps) Oh, talk even more about it. So, I have to look up the information so I don't get any of this wrong. Oh, my God, I'm going to coming, Matt. Uh, I'm not that big of a fan of Mountain Dew at at all. Dude, I'm I'm the opposite. The, the idea of a... Okay, so it's called the Down South Margarita, <laughs> which is a very fitting name. It's also a very suggestive name. <laughs> and it is made with tequila, Mountain Dew, melon liqueur, lime sour, a salt rim, and the garnish is a fucking Slim Jim. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They handed me the drink, and the Slim Jim is skeered through a, 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 a toothpick and put right on top of the glass. Did you eat the Slim Jim? Well, that's what I ate first. Okay, good. Because it's it's purposely not touching your drink because so that you, would just be disgusting. So you didn't dunk a chino your slim jim into your? No, I didn't dunk. Dunk. It's not out anymore. It's 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 the down south margarita. It's south. It's do. <laughs> it's not dunk anymore. It's do. <laughs> do chino. But the only reason I ordered it is because when Kendra first told me about the down south margarita, I did not believe her. No, it doesn't like, sound real. There's no way that someone would put Mountain Dew in a, in a mixed drink. And she's like, no, but get this, it's also popular. So I'm sitting at the bar. I had my Heineken, and I look at her. I'm like, I'm going to do it. She's like, what? I'm like, I think I'm going to get the Down South Margarita. She's like, are you really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Put her up. So she made it and put it out in front of me, and it's – already just regretting it it's it it's already like, too much <laughs> with the slim jim on top of the, the glass it's already just like what did i get myself into it's, so it is the worst bloody mary <laughs> i haven't had a bloody mary but i have had a down south margarita and let me tell you i definitely do not recommend it you don't um, it's because <sighs> it, well, it okay is it solely because you don't like mountain dew like well, is... like the thing is, is i i i can i can tolerate mountain dew mountain dew is not is not bad i don't hate it but I took the first drink and I was like kind of trying to convince myself that it was fine. That you liked it, it wasn't yeah. as bad as, it, as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But then with subsequent sips, it was just clear to me that like this tastes like cleaner. Oh, and gotcha. I just, yeah, did not like it at all. But the, the best part about it was like I was like, I don't know if I'm going to drink this. And Kendra's like, that drink was nine bucks. And so I finished it. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely don't recommend, but it was also weird when like maybe 10 minutes after I ordered it, someone else ordered a down South Market. Oh, really? Oh, so I just saw it in the wild. This is, this is fucking <laughs> so crazy. A wild. Yeah. So speaking of, of weird Mountain Dew alcoholic drinks, my, so my brother went to Gatlinburg and they did a moonshine tour Ooh. and he brought back a Mountain Dew shine. Yep. I've and, had I've had Dushan. And it's delicious. It is. It's so good. And 
they were talking about so many different, how many flavors that they had on the fucking tour and just insane how, how creative they're getting with the flavors too. Mm-hmm. But I had it and it, I had the exact opposite experience you had with the, with the down South because yeah. I drank that whole thing. It was so yeah, good. I used to have like a Dushime bottle like in, uh, in my room for a couple years because I was just like, I've never seen this before. It was delicious. So good. Yeah. But Cold Mountain Dew, very see, mixed, dude. I am very positive. I've I've been drinking a Mountain Dew the whole time we've been doing the podcast. Oh, nice. Um, but so it's not a regular flavor. It's called Mountain Dew Frostbite, <laughs> and it's a cold shark on 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 the label. It's a is, shark. Is that good? Um, it's it just tastes like Voltage. I can't. I can't. It's no distinguishable. Difference. I can't distinguish a difference. And normally I'd be able to because I'm a big. I'm a Mountain Dew con- a connoisseur. Connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur. 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 Uh, um. Is that what lawyers say? <laughs> connoisseur. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I barely even know. Um, <laughs> connoisseur. But, I barely know it. I was, that, that's the joke there I was go. gonna make. But <laughs> normally I can distinguish like kind of different Mountain Dew flavors because there's been a lot of different ones. This one just tastes like Voltage. I can't, I cannot tell That's a difference. Cause, well, and Voltage is delicious, so like I'm not mad. Yeah, but, but I, just, I like, wanted it to be different. I would like something new. Please. Yes. <laughs> All but, right, and that's enough of Mountain Dew for one day. So I, I think we've we've done the do. <laughs> we're doing the do. We, we, we did we did do the do the do. But do, 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 do. so I started my first post college script. Hell yeah! And very excited about it. Um, trying to get into the motion of writing every day because I'm not used to doing that. Um, I wrote the first couple days. I I've I oh alarm going off. Got a Pay my electric bill. Um, but Please don't have your Wi-Fi shut up. <laughs> right now. We already have other problems. Nah, I've got till midnight, so I'll pay at 1130. And, there and, we go. You know. but, we'll process until the next day. <laughs> but I'm I'm writing a, a, a fantasy pilot. And Ooh. it's about vampires. Fuck yes. And Is this true blood too? <laughs> is this truer blood? <laughs> truer, bloodier. <laughs> True truer bloodier harder better truer bloodier but that that don't kill me i can only make me bloodier (laughs) i need you to hurry up now (laughs) i can't suck much longer but i'm i'm excited to 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 get into this process and i'm excited to like write a whole script that's not for a class yeah and work through the drafts because I, I don't know if you were like this when writing scripts for, like, video projects, because I know you didn't take, like, any screenwriting past the required class, right? No, I did not. Right. So, screenwriting was my minor, because I already had the, the credits anyway. I was already halfway done. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just finish it. Um, and I would never do second drafts. I, I would write it, and it would be done. I, you know what, I was kind of the same way where I would write as much as I could the first, the first pass through yeah, and then let it sit for a few days. And then maybe like the day before filming, I'd go back you and tweak like, it a little bit, no, but this, di- this dialogue doesn't feel nice yeah, to me, but that's not really a second draft. That's no, just a tweaking of the just first draft through it again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to change myself in that. Okay. 
this isn't going to be good the first time around because I can already tell. And I'm trying my best not to go back and change shit because I would just I want to finish it. Right. And then go back and do it. So I'm trying to do that. And I'm writing like an like an HBO pilot length. So like 40 to 50 pages. Nice. Now, is this an idea that you've had for a while or is this like a more of a recent development? This is an extension of a different idea that I had a okay. while ago. So in like July, I tweeted that, oh, I'm starting. I'm going to start writing my first post-college script. And I wrote down like ideas and I just didn't do anything else afterwards. <laughs> and the more I got to thinking Sounds like my workflow <laughs> and I've been getting like I'm, I haven't been as creative as, I, as I've wanted to be and like there's a pandemic and you're you shouldn't force yourself and get down on yourself if you're not as pro productive yeah because there's a goddamn virus going around that's halting everything so I haven't been as creative and productive as I wanted to be, and I feel like uh, getting into screenwriting for me is the easiest way to get, I guess, good content. Yeah, because writing is already a stronger suit of mine. Like, uh, I'm pretty good at math, but English was my best subject. So, and I've I've gotten pretty positive feedback from the scripts I've written before. Like from colleagues and like from you and our friend Devin, like you've you've liked what what I've written, and yeah. so I know I'm not ass at it, but I know I can be great at it. But I'm not there yet. Yeah, you know what? It's like you know everything that you've written so far for like classes and stuff. Like I've really dug and like, like you said, those weren't really, you know, a whole lot of so much thought and effort. Like the way you're doing it, like you you said, those were pretty much all like first drafts right pretty much yes yeah yeah and I, I i i just can't even imagine like what what it turned out like like after you put an actual effort and thought and consideration and like, into what you're writing i'm not trying to make this a good job logan you're great at something fest like i do it <laughs> yeah fucking i'm gonna suck my own dick on this podcast <laughs> i can't i'm not i'm not that flexible um but <laughs> Had to add in that little asterisk. Yeah, exactly. A little star, a little, <laughs> yeah. by the way. But it's just something, It, I feel like I've wanted, I've, I've been trying to figure out what I want to be creatively. Yeah. And I haven't found it yet. And mm -hmm. I've been in this limbo since I graduated. And it's it sucked a little bit, not knowing what direction you want to go. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like professionally like get a job like as a video editor in you know shit like that if creative shit doesn't work out yeah but i haven't found the creative shit yet that i want exactly. to 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 you know, focus my free time on and what you should do i mean i think you're taking the right approach where it's like don't go into it thinking like automatically it's going to like get you a job yes and you're gonna do that. exactly like you're, you know you have other responsibilities but you're not totally just like throwing it out because of the career that you have like you know and i think that's you know that's that's really good advice to take especially for the field that that you're in yeah it's it's well it's a tough field for us to get into like baseline exactly and especially during during a pandemic you i and i think so you you lucked into your position like you were qualified absolutely for it but because of the pandemic it was a long shot to get a position like that, right? It pretty much was like by chance. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a hard industry to get into. 
and to have a good career in. Mm -hmm. So trying to find a creative outlet on the side to maybe then propel past like a normal professional career yeah, and just try and, like I said, be creative because I haven't really been recently. Like this podcast has been a great creative outlet, but it's pretty easy for us to talk for an hour or an hour very and 10 minutes so. and it's very little prep, very, so little prep. This <laughs> legit takes. So from this and editing, it takes like an hour and a half. Yeah. And the hour is recording the podcast. And then the 20 more minutes is rendering the video to put on YouTube of the <laughs> podcast. Which always takes forever. <laughs> Seems like it takes much longer than it needs to be. Yeah, it's twenty five. It's it's legit twenty minutes, and it's yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, I've st- I've started that, and I, I guess you know th- this turned a little serious at the end, which you know is fine. Yeah. But yeah, just just trying to find my way creatively and trying to figure out like what hat like what I want to do. Yeah, I, I'm, that's that's really fucking cool that you decided to actually like take the plunge and start to work on something, and you know. You know, it, it might not take, it might not be done anywhere near this podcast. Like, it might take you, like, months and maybe even, like, a year or so to, like, kind of just yeah. really lock it down. But, like, you've got time. You've got nothing. You don't have a nothing. deadline. You don't nothing. have, like, a grade to be worried about or guidelines. It's literally just, like, freeform creativity. Yeah. Which, like, more power to you. And it, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to, in the future, like, hearing more about this stuff and, you know, I could even do some, uh, some, uh, ghost. Ooh. What's, what's it called when like you like have someone like peer review? Yeah. Oh yeah. Script doctor. That you're shit. definitely going to get copies of the script. I, you're I definitely going to read it. I will be your Carrie Fisher. And you're definitely going to help me make it even better because that's how you are. Fuck yeah. And Thank you. yeah, it's just, just, just taking the plunge, man. And, yep. and, and trying to, trying to see what I like and what I'd like to do. Exactly. So best of luck to you with all of that. Thank you. That sounds awesome. I appreciate that. Um, I want to end on a stupid note. So my other random. <laughs> here's a joke. So here's a joke. Um, hold on. I'm so let's do the thing where I tweet it. Okay. And then you see it. Oh yes. Okay. Hold on. So yeah, I had this uh thought of at work, and I told it to one of my coworkers, and they were like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> but like in like a loving way and like they thought it was funny but like shut up that's really stupid yeah um hold on the best jokes the fucking best jokes um here we go are the ones that go that was really funny but i never want to hear it again yeah exactly all right all right so the tweet just sent all right let me refresh at least i think it did uh not quite yet not there. Okay, hold on. I see Goldfinger minus Superman equals a <laughs> Goldfinger Bob. minus Superman. Oh no! Oh, oh. <laughs> I understand what you. <laughs> wow. Okay. What? Idiot. Wait, did you not understand that tweet? Yeah. You didn't understand that tweet. <laughs> I didn't understand. You didn't understand it, and then you just read it, and you're like, "Oh, that's what he meant." Yeah, I literally just got it. <laughs> idiot anyways okay motherfucker here i will just say it and then i'll tweet it okay so i think it would be really cool if pop started doing like collaborations with artists you know 
And I think one artist that they could really get with is Cardi B. And I think they could release. I think they could release a line uh, <laughs> called "Wop Sockets." Well, thank you for listening to the Infinite <laughs> Mumbling Podcast. <laughs> oh man! As soon as you said Cardi B, I was like, uh, like God, here it comes! Here it comes! Wop sockets. Wop sockets. What would that even be? It would just be her face. It would just be her with her oh. tongue. It would just be her tongue out. It'd be a wop okay. sock. It's not. That's. It's not that's gonna. A much different route than I was thinking. It's not. I'm not gonna say put <laughs> fucking pussies on pop sockets. But you're not not. I'm not not that. saying that. I'm not saying I wouldn't buy one and maybe wear it on my phone. But what I'm saying is that's not what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just says more about my mind and personality than anything. Yeah, you know? it does. It does. And you know what? I'm all for it because <laughs> I'm you. I'm a big piece of perv shit too, and it's fine. Hell yeah. But just a bunch of pervs. <laughs> bunch of pervy pervs. Talking to the world. Pervy perv and the funky bunch. Everyone, thank you for listening to episode six. We we we, we went we went for an hour and twenty minutes, Matt. Fuck yeah. We are we're in it. So I hope you uh, listeners either enjoyed this or fucking hated it. Um, I hope there's no in between. I want honestly, big... if they're listening to it at this point, you you know what to expect. Yeah, and so we appreciate you. if if you've listened all the way through, uh, send me or Matt uh, a message either uh, in tweet or um, any social media any platform social media, that you know me on. Any if you have our phone number, send us a message, and uh, just send us the phrase "wop socket." <laughs> just so we know that you got to this part. I can't wait to get exactly zero. I can't wait for no one to send us a message. I can't wait for Noah Buller to send us a message in three weeks. We uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to our one viewer. Thank Noah you, th- thank you, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your patronage and your and your and you listening to us. But yeah, and your, and your time and effort and your weed beer <laughs> and uh, your weed beer <laughs> and your weedy beer. But yeah, do you have anything else to add, Matthew? Before we uh, goodbye. So long. Farewell. Farewell. I say goodbye. Adieu. 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 To ya and ya and ya. I show out. And it love. And it bro. And it. Oh, thank you for listening, love. Oh, you fucking. Oh, you fucking. Oh, you fucking. I swear. I swear.